What you are about to hear is a comedy program. It is not meant to be taken seriously. If you do, we still love you. But you are a moron. Enjoy. David Steves. Uh, but the person oh, who really sure. got me into comedy was uh, Boy George in Culture Club. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> it's because they had that song in the 80s. It went, it went a little something like this. It was, come, 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 become a comedian. Yes. Ah, there yes. You go. <laughs> I've only used that twice on stage, but it's worked both times. <laughs> and then somebody came up to me and was like, like I'll it. pay you $5 if you never say that on stage again. I was like, okay. <laughs> Joke's on him. That asshole hasn't been to an open mic since. So. Uh, well, that's all right. I'll, I, you know what, David? I'll, I'll give you 10. John Batch. I, I like that uh, where you draw the line. I think you're like, Damn it, they're not paying their performers. Right, I'm out listen, of here. I, you know, if, if, if a girl wants to do any sort of, of nasty, awful shit, have you know, bucket loads of, of cum dumped on her face, wants to, you know, eat ass, do whatever she wants to do, that's fine, and, and God bless her. But I'm going to pay her and make sure she gets paid uh, well for that as much <laughs> as I can. It's also weird being a lesbian pregnant. I'm from Saginaw, Michigan. Um, it's in kind of a rural area at that. So whenever they find out that there's gay people there, they're like, oh, we have those too. <laughs> I thought they only have those in the city. <laughs> um, but we go to OBGYN appointments, my wife and I, and the nurse would be like, all right, I need you to undress from the waist down and I'm gonna step out. And then she'd point at my wife and be like, would you like your friend to step out too? I'm like, oh no, she eats my pussy, she can stay. <laughs> Uh, it's, also, <laughs> it's also weird because sometimes we're out and about, people will figure out we're a couple and they'll be like, oh my god, your family is so beautiful, who's the mom? I'm like, well, I'll say Michigan changed the laws, we're both on the first week, we get both the moms. And they're like, yeah, but who's the mom? I'm like, are you talking about whose lady babies are forever destroyed? <laughs> lady babies, you guys? <laughs> That'd be me, but that doesn't make me more of a mom. My wife is more of a mom, and here's why. When I found out I was having twins, I was like, cool, I can lose a kid at Target, still up. <laughs> My mom gets so mad at that joke, she's like, you can't say that, so loud. They'll call CBS. I live in Saginaw, Michigan. <laughs> they show up at Target and be like, she's still got a kid, and leave. <laughs> this is good versus evil. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Good vs. Evil, a comic discussion of the end times bonus episode! As always, I'm the good side of things, David Steves. And, oh, I had the burp. Uh, but I'm the, the evil side, John Batch. <laughs> Damn, that was smooth. And uh, speaking of smooth and speaking of funny, our guest today comes all the way from Saginaw, which is why we love doing these Zoom things. She is one of the four people that hosts Max over Max over in Lansing and just a hilarious comedian. If you've never gotten a chance to see her, you need to see her. She has featured over in Kalamazoo. She's featured at the Holly Hotel. Ladies and gentlemen, a big warm welcome for Megan Coddington. Hey! Hello! Let me join my audio. Hey! hey. Can you guys hear me? We can hear yes, you we just can. fine. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. 
Because I, I was going to try to like do the microphone on these, but that didn't work. In <laughs> are, you solo, are you solo parent tonight? Because I can No, I, I was, I'm not. Okay, good. We here. picked the right week. Whoo. I was like, right. oh, man. Like, John's yeah. like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, you should probably put the kids to bed. And if Sarah's working, that's kind of a like, hey, why don't you join our podcast? We're taking care of three beautiful children, yeah. huh? Come on. <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, she's home tonight. And as I walked in here, I was like, I wouldn't complain if you brought me another beer. <laughs> <laughs> Now, do you just like slap her on the butt, call her doll face too? Like just <laughs> No, sometimes I do. Like in the most inopportune like times, I'll just like poke her in the butt, you know, like at church or whatever. Just, like, <laughs> Stop it. That's that's one time I like one time though Sarah went to like slap, she thought she was slapping me on the ass, and like she stopped like with an inch when she realized it was my mom's ass. <laughs> <laughs> It's oh, like fantastic. it's actually a compliment because my mom is in like way better shape. She's always been. Thank you, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Got it wow. worked out. <laughs> this is how marriage works. Yeah, right. I just told him that I, was, like, I told you I wouldn't complain if you bring me a beer. Oh, that's your pain tonight. That's why you guys are both married and I'm divorced. I'd be right. like, oh, get me a beer. She'd be like, shut up. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I, don't, like, I don't like after my job. Like I'm. We're not getting divorced. I'm sorry. It's just not happening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking pointers, man. I like it. <laughs> Where were you four years ago, Megan? I needed you four years ago in my corner. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Lately, I've been having a lot of, not losses, but just cases going away. I don't want them to go. So maybe, you know, I don't know. Maybe it would be helpful. That's why I'm drinking. So um, Drinking solves everything. Right. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm drinking like basically just water it's corona premiere because i don't know oh man i keep it classy <laughs> as yeah. long as you i yeah. mean hey anything's better than nothing mm -hmm. <laughs> this is brought to you by aa <laughs> right. i know funny story recently i uh i feel like one time at band camp or whatever but no uh we went to <laughs> We did go uh, visit my dad this summer and he has a beach house. So it was like socially distant and went there. And I talked with one of my good friends um, from high school and she was like, you know, we should talk about your drinking. And I was like, on vacation, I was like wasted. <laughs> like, no, we're not. First of all, you're not here. So, and second of all, I'm on vacation. So no, we're not talking about, and this is the friend who like in high school had like got arrested for having like a gram of Coke and a bunch of, like, like, no. <laughs> How about we not talk about me? Because I'm pretty sure I dragged you out of a, a baseball or a basketball. Basketball. That's the one that's in there. Basketball. <laughs> that's awesome. How could she say that, though? Like, you're here running a very successful practice. I mean, you you are your own boss. You do whatever the hell you want, Megan. Yeah, I know, right? I do. And sometimes I do crack a beer at the end of a long day. Not really. Uh -huh. I don't. I've never done that. I, <laughs> I feel like sure. I should, though. <laughs> no, not once, not ever, right? <laughs> yeah. And I love so, to say you are pretty good at your shotgunning beers because you are part of the sh the Friday night shotgun club, which John did shots instead of the shotgun. I, di I didn't have aluminum cans at the time. That's that's not on me, man. I, I didn't ask you to nominate me, David. We're not we're not going to have this fight in front of Megan. Okay, you're, you're not supposed not to ask. You're just supposed to be nominated. It's like a it's a thing of honor. 
Is that, is that what it's called? Okay. I think, I think it's fair. I think it's fair. He did more alcohol percentage than we all did. <laughs> that is <You> know? fair. <laughs> like, I mean, honestly, he went out farther than we did. So I don't know. Like, you did it on a trampoline. Yeah, I did. I kind of like, that was not good. I failed that first time real bad. And then the problem was it was like all shook up the beer. So when I oh. went to shotgun it, it just oh, was foam. like foam coming out. And I could feel yeah. my stomach like expanding. <laughs> it wasn't good. I, I haven't done like the other thing is I can't when I post that on Facebook. I have to like filter out so many people because <laughs> so I'm like a working professional, right? So I'm, like, <laughs> every time I do it, it takes me like six hours to sit through and be like, well, not that person. Nope, that person can't see me do that, and that person like I don't know. So I don't. It depends on the day whether I have the time to actually. I should start. Out. I should start doing that. That's a really good point. So what I'm hearing, so you could pick and choose who sees it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, damn. So it's what good, I'm hearing, Megan, is, is that you don't want us to, to tag you when this podcast episode comes out. That's no, uh... you can do that. That's fine. <laughs> I think it's so. one thing when you're like listening to people, and it's another thing when you watch a chick in like a really tight shirt shotgunning a beer on a trampoline. Like that's like it's just like <laughs> like 20 years ago, you would have been on the Man Show with Adam Carolla. Like. Right. right. <laughs> Actually, though, like 20. Oh, I was thinking, what am I? I'm 36, so 20 years. Of, yeah, 16, I was in decent shape. <laughs> I, got, <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got real chubby in college. I got real chubby in college, and then law school, I got even more chubby. And then uh, about two years into my practicing at law, I was like, hey, maybe we should, like, work on this. <laughs> and so then I just, and then I, I married Sarah, which helped, because she's, like, she's a firefighter, so she's always in shape. So I'm like, I'm going to eat a whole carton of ice cream. And she's like, I'm not. I'm like, oh, now I feel bad. Maybe I won't eat that whole thing. <laughs> I'll just eat half. It's all about force control. Yeah, right? right? So. <laughs> now, is she into that, like, the CrossFit stuff? Like, the crazy, like, like no, firefighters like, and, you know, police officers do that stuff. She's so really, told. she's in really good shape. And she's just, like, all around really well adjusted. Like, I don't know. I, my parents, uh, her parents did a great job because they're, like, she's, like, she does like a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And she's really good in shape. She always passes the physical agility test and does better than a lot of the guys. She's, um, she eats this and that and she doesn't like have any issues with food or like eating too much or too little. She'll eat like half a candy bar and be like, I'm done and put it in the cupboard <laughs> to eat tomorrow. Wow. Like who does that? Yeah. So she's just like, wow. you know, even with like working out, she does a lot of different things in moderation to stay in shape, but there's no like insanity about any of it. Just very normal. Like, yeah, I worked out today. And I'm like, how? Are you so low key? Like I, <laughs> I'm, I'm like not... really intense, and she's like just, I don't know, chill as hell. So, no, is she the same age or a little bit younger? She's like almost a year older than me, exactly. So wow. I was born in December of 1983. She was born in January of 1983. So there's like, like oh, she was born at the beginning just... of the year, and I was born at the very end of the year. Okay, very well, nice. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So. So uh, again, Megan, uh, thank you so much for for uh, coming on today. This has been, I mean, obviously very happy to ha to have you here. Um, first, I mean, first of all, I mean, again, talking about we've we've all been through through quarantine and uh, the Corona, and all that sort of shit. And um, have, have my first question for you, then, I guess, have you been uh, having any chance to do comedy through any of this? Have you found an, uh, an outlet through that, or uh, other than obviously Friday night? shotgun club or uh, <laughs> <you know. laughs> uh, I mean I did one like zoom show I got asked to do on Mother's Day do like a spot on a variety show and that was awful I hated it I did terrible I didn't 
my my son like legit walks in and it's like I need to poop like I like, <laughs> keep it like, professional. I yeah. it, better. It, it was pretty comical, but it was also like fuck this, I'm not doing this again. And then uh, I mean, I appreciate whoever I the person put it on if they see this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <they're> asking, but, <laughs> but I didn't. But shit. fuck I mean, you, I'm not I mean, doing your show again. <laughs> well, because I forgot that, like, when there's no laughter, you go through your material a lot faster, right? So, yeah. and I hadn't done comedy in months. And so then the last time I did comedy before that was uh, last weekend of February. I featured at Holly Hotel. And so, like, I hadn't done comedy and I was like, oh, I'll just do my bits, you know? And I get on there and there's no laughter. And I'm like, I don't know. It's, a, it's like Talladega Nights. I'm like, what do I do with my hands? Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's bad. So I want to do. <laughs> You should ask David or I. Should ask David or I. We're we're used to that. So, <laughs> so then I was like, all right, I won't do that anymore. And people asked me, and I was like, yeah, no, I'm not doing Zoom comedy anymore. But then um, Replay was allowing Max to have a couple shows there. And the first show, I was in St. Joe on the beach with my kids, and I was like, hey guys, I'm not coming. And they were like, yeah, you're on the beach with your kids in a socially distanced, nice vacation, like, yeah, don't come. So then I, the second show I was there and I had a great set. I did a bunch of new jokes that I'd written. And then this, the next, I did it the next week and it was okay. It wasn't great, but I still got some tags. And then the next week they decided to quit doing it because replay their like landlord said, please don't do that anymore. <laughs> so, now, oh, so that's what oh. shut it down. I was wondering. The landlord just said like, I think the landlord just wasn't into it. And it was a lot of work. And uh, when it rained, it rained it out. So it just, it, I don't, and also like, I think Dan Curry said it. Who is he talking to? I think he was talking to Diego Atanasio, and they were talking about how comedy outside is is okay, it's fun, but it's like being a heroin addict and only getting marijuana. Like that's you know, like you're getting like a couple <laughs> a buzz off of some weed, but you're not getting that like you know. That's right. what it's like when you do comedy outside. You you're not like that, chasing like, the real dragon. Yeah. You need to yeah, chase right. the real dragon. <laughs> I mean, it clearly is though. Who else gets in a fucking car? Like I've driven on a work night, driven. To fucking Cleveland and back <laughs> to do a show, and then went to work the next day. Who does that? Oh. Who's normal psyche? Like how? It, that's you know, it's not normal. It's not. It's like that's the it's... addiction. My friend should have been talking to me about that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so what's the furthest you've ever had to drive for comedy? Like, what's the most out of the way place you've ever done comedy? Um, I think that Cleveland show was the longest I did. Um, and I had to go to work the next morning. I've also done, I did Zanies. I got to do Zanies, a show at Zanies, oh, and I drove down and back to that, but that's, I mean, that's to Chicago, so it's like a fun drive, um, about the same distance, so, but those two are the longest I've gone. I've, I go up to Traverse City all the time for shows, like, when comedy's going on, and that's a long drive for me, too, but it's worth it, because the crowds up there are fucking amazing. Yeah, so, they are. They're so good. They're so smart, and they're not offended, and they're just, like, I don't think I've ever had a bad set in Traverse City. Not once. Not not even once. They're so good there. So good. So. That's awesome. Now, where's a place so, you know, conversely on that? Where is it? You would never, and please don't say any of my rooms. Um, <laughs> where's a place that you would just like, man, this sucks. Go ahead, John. What's up? Oh, I, was just, I think you cut out there, but you, you're, you're all right. You, you recovered. So. Okay. I recovered. Whew. So where, where would you go that's like, man, the, the juice is just not worth the squeeze? And you could say um, city. You don't even have to say venue. There's the, the clowns shows. I ain't doing any of those shows ever again. Um, <laughs> clown shows? Like like an ICP gathering? Like, what, what are you? Well, you don't know about the clown? No. Oh, my God. Okay, so there's this guy. <laughs> and there's actually a comedian. I can't think of his name right now who did a bit about this guy. 
he's uh the, they call him the disgruntled clown he calls himself the disgruntled clown or whatever and he's a michigan comic and they run like a bunch of shows and i got asked to feature on a show with a touring headliner and he's a really good guy i show up at the gig i didn't realize it was a disgruntled clown show. it was like a series of three shows so i pull up into this parking lot and it's like a bunch of trucks with deer nuts and like jesus is uh, my boss is a carpenter or a jewish carpenter or something and i'm like oh fuck these people are gonna hate everything i have to say i'm a lesbian i'm like progressive like there's right. no there's no way this is gonna go well it goes so bad like terribly bad and then this clown so I show up, he's not in the clown. He used to do comedy in his clown setup. He doesn't do that anymore. I don't fucking know. But I show up and he goes to, <laughs> I go to shake his hand and he's like, I don't do handshakes. But then he shakes the headliner's hand. And then wow. <laughs> when Jesus. I get off stage, he's like, he's like, you can't joke about being a lesbian. That's not, people aren't going to believe it. I'm like, I am a lesbian. Like he legit thought I was just like making up. <laughs> the last that I was gay and then. It was bad. It was so bad. And then I had to do two more shows. But here's the deal. Like the dude, this is, fuck, I shouldn't tell this to people. But um, <laughs> I, the dude, this is, this is how messed up I am. So the dude didn't want to shake my hand because he was like all germaphobic about me, but not the headliner who's probably grosser than me. I, uh, when I went to leave the show, I put my finger in his water. And then I. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you should have given him like, a wet willy. You know, oh. like, who knows? Eh. Anyway, so then he does he does a bunch of shows like that. Every like I feel like so many comedians in Michigan have a disgruntled clown story, and they run shows around the state, and it's just not. I mean, they do pack rooms. I'll give them that, but it's just not worth it to deal with his like misogynistic, like right. super like old school like. Oh, you can't talk about. They wanted. They were like, you can't talk about having a day job. I was like, I'm a fucking millennial. Why would anyone believe I don't have two jobs? <laughs> like, right. I mean, like, <laughs> he's like, they want to think that you were amazing and that you're a touring headliner. I'm like, I'm fucking not. Like, I'm right. in the middle of nowhere in Michigan. Why would I be here if I was, you know? So, yeah, I won't do those shows ever again. That's it. I'll never do those. There are other shows that I, like, would think about and don't really want to do, but those are the, that's, like, my hard no. Absolutely not. People are like, hey, have you found this venue? Yeah, I'm not doing it. It's a clown venue. I'm not doing it. So, <laughs> well, uh, speaking of, of your, your day job, Megan, you are a, a divorce lawyer. Is that correct? Right. Uh, so yeah, I, yeah. so I, I, I do want to ask you a couple questions about that. Uh, first of all, I, uh, you know, I, I did just recently get engaged. So I need to know, what do I need to know before getting into this? It, am, am I making a mistake? What do I need to know <laughs> before getting into it? That, that as a divorce like, lawyer, you'd like to see. I'm trying. <laughs> he has no <laughs> assets. Like here's the deal. Right. Here's the deal. <laughs> right. That's that's true. I, did, uh... I feel like I lucked out. Like I don't really even know how Sarah and I found each other because I am an asshole and I <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of issues from growing up and my upbringing. So like to find somebody who's like chill enough and adjusted enough. Like my brother was like, "Oh, you had kids. Why would you do that?" And I was like, "Well, because I." He's like, with the way we are as humans, we shouldn't have kids. I was like, well, I have Sarah to like compliment it. And so like, you get like me who prevents you from growing up to be too much of an asshole. And then you get Sarah who gives you like the love and stuff that you need not to be a serial killer. So, um, <laughs> it's a good mix. It's a good mix. Yeah, right? You know, um, but really with what I say with people is like, if you have a gut reaction, just 
go with it. And then like, you're probably fine. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I can't guarantee. <laughs> I it, what, yeah. I, what I can say is if you ever get to the point where you're sitting in a, div- or a divorce attorney's office, it's over. Don't like, I hate it. People will come in and they'll be like, oh, I'm ready. And then they'll call me later. Like, we're going to reconcile. I'm like, no, you're not. You're going to be back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I've never had did- one. Like, do you have a you'll be back sticker that you get? <laughs> I really do. And I'm always like super chill and polite about it. Like, okay, let me know if you have any questions or you need any. And it's like, come on, people. Like, if you got to the point where you're like, this shit's so bad, I'm going to pay to talk to a lawyer. And most people hate lawyers. It's fucking bad. It's not getting better. Like, don't, just get divorced. <laughs> like, don't waste my time. Don't waste your ex's time. Just move on. Like, lots of people get divorced. It happens. Um, I don't know if I have any good, ad- I'm a divorce attorney, so I'm like, here's advice if you're gonna get divorced. Like going into marriage, all my, lo- my device is like, get lucky, I guess. <laughs> like, I, just, all right, I know I'll- so many of my friends are good people that ended up divorced. Uh, I don't have any. Sounds good. Hey John, oh, I, can, I can tell you, if you deploy, don't pop the question before you deploy. That's, that's a thing. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll look for my bill in the mail from from both of you. I guess that's uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's pro bono work. <laughs> but I will have to tell you, and 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 for for Megan's practice, I will have to tell you because we went through a mediator. Uh, my ex and I did because we didn't really disagree on much. Um, but it's funny because lawyers do things like they can halt your four hundred one k, like, and then you're not responsible for the losses that occur during that time. Because if yeah. you don't lose use a lawyer, that happens. And so my ex, so when one of my buddies went through divorce, and of course it's always mutual friends, and I told him I was like, don't mess around with the mediator, go straight to a lawyer. Like, yeah. there's just certain things they know, there's certain things they do, and then Colleen, um, uh, my ex wife, no, probably shouldn't say her name. Um, <laughs> right. She's a great person. Out. She's the mother of my children. That's wonderful. <laughs> um, no, but she was like, why would you tell our friends? to go through a lawyer like we did fine we saved hundreds i go you saved hundreds i lost thousands like there's a huge difference there i cannot agree enough with you i have so many i have like three clients right now who um didn't necessarily go to a mediator but they had another attorney who was like friends with them and this dude ends up paying like 700 dollars more in child support than he should be paying like don't just don't an attorney like there are some professional responsibility rules that say we can try to work together with people if they're settled like together but it really i just i've never seen it turn out good somebody gets effed like somebody <laughs> yes. always effed. you need an attorney you're gonna get divorced pay the money so you don't get effed because if you get you're gonna pay a lot of money up front but if you think about how much money you could lose on the end on the long run right. like or on the long run on the long <laughs> in the long run like just, just get an attorney like just yes. do it it's worth it you're gonna get I, if, if the thing is, if both of you don't get an attorney, that's one thing, but if the other side gets an attorney, get an attorney. Don't ever, we're lawyers. We're trained well, to take advantage of all the loopholes. <laughs> like don't well, just don't trust any of us. The good news is, as, as Dave mentioned, I have absolutely no assets. My fiance is, has 10 times the assets that I do. So I'm going to hope that she never hears this. Uh, and that when inevitably she, she dumps my ass that, uh, that she doesn't get a lawyer that I can take half of her shit. So I, I appreciate, (laughs) I appreciate the advice. Well, make sure that you like, you stay with her long enough so that you can appreciate value there so you can get half. 
Gotta make it to year eight, John. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Okay. <laughs> Megan, do you also do prenups? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I hate doing those too because a lot of times it's um when I've seen it, it's like an elderly woman is getting like remarried and the guy's got a bunch of kids who are like, I don't want your new wife getting any of this stuff. And so he's like, All right, I'm gonna get a prenup. And then it's I don't know. I get it, but I also feel like it's like if this guy is like, because uh, I, I I feel like people should get prenups more often. I don't know what to say. It just a lot of times it feels really shitty. Like they're not very nice about it, and it's like the family doesn't like the new girlfriend. And I feel like yeah. if I die, I want Sarah to remarry. Like I, you know, really I like have a good relationship, and like you know, and I don't want my kids to be shitty little assholes to her new spouse. Like, I don't, <laughs> that's what I feel like. So but you yeah, do have a good like, heart. You do have a I good do, heart. I try. I, I do. I think underneath it all, I am I try to be a decent human. In <laughs> why? I don't. <laughs> I know, right? Like why? why? I don't. I don't like, get after it. Today, Everything went to shit today, and I was like, why, why do I even try? Why do I, like, every one case is exploded. Here's the deal, guys, real thing. You know, you see those memes, like, circling around Facebook on a holiday weekend, don't get picked up because you'll be stuck in jail till Tuesday. That's a real thing. A that thing. happened to one of my clients this weekend. Oh, don't get fucking picked up for anything because you're going to be stuck. And I'm not a criminal attorney, so don't call my office. Because I <laughs> 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 the only number I knew. Fucking, I don't care. Like, I am not mailing you out. I'm not representing you in an arraignment. Like, I'm here right. for the divorce shit. Like, that's not. Right. And, and not you just made my job. <laughs> yeah. You just <laughs> made my job 10 times harder as well. So thank you. Yeah. Like, will you accept a collect call from the Saginaw County uh, Correctional Facility? No. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is not a divorce thing you get, right? That's not a divorce case. All right. Nope. Thanks, but no. Not doing it. <laughs> I did the same thing. I did the same thing when I was um a, so I was in the army, and we had just gotten back from uh, deployment. And soldiers go wild; they go crazy. And so this soldier married a a, a stripper. I mean, there's no other way to put it, right? And then she, he got mad when she went to work and danced for other guys because I mean that's her job, right? right? And so he ended up like vandalizing a library. And I was the one on call. Like he like just pu started punching windows and taking a bat <laughs> to the bricks and like do I don't know. It's but soldiers do soldiers things. A library. A library. Like, right. Like <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if I was able to lose my shit and vandalize some property, it wouldn't be a library. <laughs> like the strip club <laughs> where right. she works. Yeah, like right. that's exactly. where you would go. Her car. <laughs> I don't know. Like go to the strip club and throw eggs on the stage i don't know but like <laughs> the library is just out there providing books to the public Why would I, <laughs> I don't think he could read maybe he was jealous i don't know <laughs> what happened there yeah. but so they, the mps call you and they're like hey can you come pick up so and so and of course he gets on the phone he's like hey sir i'm like what'd you do he's like I beat up a library. He said the term beat up a library. I'm like, it's a building. You can't beat up a building, moron. And then he's like, well, you could have come get me. I'm like, guess what? I'm not, no, I'm not driving to come get you. You can sleep there. I'll come get you at six, at eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I'm sleeping no. in on Sunday. Not my fucking problem. Yeah. Like, I, I feel, I feel bad for like a second. And then I'm like, I already have too much to do. 
so I can't, like, <laughs> I can't be like, because then he's like, well, they arrested me with no pants on, so what do I do? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Why do you have no pants on? I don't know. Was it a library? Things got <laughs> it weird. It was a library. Like, it's like that all the time. Like, as a family law attorney, like, and then my favorite thing is, like, People say, as a criminal defense attorney, like, oh, that's dangerous. But really, being a family law attorney, people get real mad when you take their kids away or you find oh, sure, a way to yeah. get their kids. So, like, um, I really should have a gun. <laughs> like, I'm not, like, super, like, but, like, one time I got a, I don't, I can't prove this, but there was a case where um, lady probably had a meth problem or some sort of drug problem, and she lost her kids, okay? And my client got the kids, and, uh, like, less than a week later, people are writing die on my front door at the office and oh stuff like that, you know? So, no. I'm like, Sarah's like, oh, fuck, you're gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, thanks for the confidence vote that I could win in a scrap, you know? Like, <laughs> You have a pacemaker. I'm like, okay, well, fucking, that's not, that's a disability. Like, it's not coming out of this fight. Like, like, there's meth over on the other side of the building, and they just book yeah, right? it, right? I'm going to use my smarts, and then I'm going to run up the front door. That's that bitch is coming in with a, the thing is, she's crazy enough that she's not coming in with a gun. She's coming in with, like, a machete she found somewhere. <laughs> that's, like, scary stuff. So do you take, like, like, I don't know, like, combatives classes to, like, help you through that or do you have a cpl like because that is that is a legitimate threat like they threaten your life that's kind of yes. scary well i don't here's the deal i also have a i have um nerve damage in my hands because i got carpal tunnel while i was pregnant it took them too long to fix it so i can't really oh. feel my hands and then i also have a, a what they call an essential tremor so like there's no reason for me to have a gun like, just, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like, good for anybody yeah <laughs> <laughs> Like, if you stay put, I might hit you. Like, I do, I do uh, own a, the rifle that I used as a kid. Like, I used to be a really good shot and uh, better than my brothers. And when I took Hunter Safety, I got, like, a perfect score on the test. Cause, mm. wow. But, um, like, uh, like, but now, like, a handgun is just, I mean, especially when I'm nervous, the tremor is worse. So, like, I'd just be like, I, I mean, it's just, I, yeah, it's not. I should not like, have. No. Your, your so, areas are probably pretty good about like supporting each other, right? Like the fire departments and police departments. Like, so you probably got somebody that will help you out oh, there. Oh yeah. Like if there was, if I called nine one, like so my office is um, within walking distance of my house, which I did because like I have the heart condition. So if you have like a seizure and pass out, you can't drive for a while. So I live. Oh, yeah. I can see the courthouse over here, and my office is like a five minute walk over there. So and then Sarah works at the fire station over here that's like less than a mile away. So if our house catches on fire, if the office catches on fire, if I get shot or whatever, she, her fire department responds. So when I almost, you know, burn the house down with a pretzel I left in the oven, like that's... <laughs> I was like, oh shit, she's gonna get called if I don't get this, cause like all the fire alarms are going off. <laughs> got towels like... Like, I like post on Facebook, dear neighbors, please don't call. Like, there is no fire. Like, there was no longer no, good. fire. Well, I got to tell you, I'm learning. I'm learning a lot tonight. Um, first of all, <laughs> make make sure that uh, my uh, hopefully never ex doesn't ever get a lawyer. Uh, number two, never call David or Megan uh, to bail me out of jail. And number three, certainly never call Megan if I need protection. So. <laughs> so I think overall, like I'm the uh, worst. 
I was gonna say I probably try to protect my kids, but anybody else, sure. dang. <laughs> funny. So, it's, not, it's not your problem. <laughs> oh, that's funny. You all right there, David? Yeah, I just I had to get another beer. So. <laughs> that's fair. You know, I'm, the thing is though, like being divorced. So, do you have your kids tonight, or are they at your ex's? I do not have my kids. So we do a week on week off, and so uh, but to have that because that's a long time to be missing your kids. So we do a date night. So she has date night with them tonight. So she'll keep them for the night. Yeah. So we do that. So next week I'll get my date night and we do that just cause it's, it, it's a nice way to get to see the kids and it makes them give them, a, gives them a special day. That's so. so cool. I really love that. And then I also feel like I want the divorce schedule. Just, I don't want to be divorced. <laughs> like, can I get <laughs> Isn't that kind of what you have already? Like, doesn't, doesn't, it is know? kind of, cause she goes to work for like, um, she, so Three she works, days. yeah, she'll work like, so if there's a five day, like let's say she works Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and she works 24 hours. So she's gone. So she'll be gone Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then she'll be off Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. And then she works Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And it goes like that the whole year round. Like we know her schedule at the beginning of the year, but she's okay. gone. And then if she gets overtime. She'll be gone 10 to 14 days a month. So, um, she's just gone. So then, but, and when she comes home, she's like super amazing about like, just like we share duties so well. And like, she steps in and we, I mean, I never like tonight I fucked around on my phone while she went up and put all three to bed. Like I, I just sat, (laughs) so she's really good about that. And I, I'm in like a bunch of mommy groups and I see like all this shit that like these women that put up with, and I'm like, dude, you should get a wife. Like, like, We like, share, get, a good, get a good marriage. You don't have to, like, you, know, you don't have to cook dinner and give the kids a bath and put them to bed and then come down and clean up the house. You could share that with the spouse. Like you could get a wife. Like and we would share. Like not me personally, but like get a wife. <laughs> like I got one already. <laughs> yeah, Demi is never listening to this episode ever. I also uh, love my penis. That's a great arrangement, but. Uh, <laughs> Awesome. I mean, I think we can all relate on that. None of us want right. that. So, <laughs> hey, listen, don't, ne- well, don't judge what I do when again. I get drunk. <laughs> John's been at a couple questionable threesomes. I don't know. <laughs> that's that's fair. That's. <laughs> No, I, I'm never getting married again. And like, I, I love it when people do find love. Like, I think John and Demi are perfect for each other. I love that you and Sarah are just a wonderful couple that, that are meant to be together, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm never going through this bloodbath ever again. No, thank you. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'm keeping my baseball cards. That's, that's what it comes down to because that's all I have left. All, left. <laughs> all I have left is my baseball cards. I don't know. I, I always, I don't know how I got so lucky. I just really don't because people are like, oh, what's the secret? Like, there's no fucking secret. I just fall into it and she won't leave me. So like, you know, <laughs> that's love. Good, she's a good human. And we do, we compliment each other really well. So I don't know. I don't know why I got lucky. I feel like everything else can fall down around me, but I've got that. So maybe that's, you know, I don't know. It's I think good. that's awesome. And it really is. Great. She's amazing. She's, she's a fucking firefighter, you know? So, I know, right? <laughs> she could, like, That's... I told her this the other day, she was standing in here in her uniform, and, and this is our office, and she's, like, standing, and I was sitting in the living room over there, and I could see her in her fucking uniform, and I had been mad at her, but then she puts the uniform on, and I'm like, well, damn it. 
You should be like, well, <laughs> if you want to win every argument, just put your fucking uniform on and I'm done. You should put some turnout gear on with it. Like, Jesus, we're done. I'm over. You win. Whatever you want. <laughs> so hot. I love that. And she's got awesome. like, you know, I shouldn't talk about her so much. She's probably going to be embarrassed when she hears all this. But No, she's going to love it. She's going to love it. Now, is she, is she featured on the calendar? Does your department do like a calendar? They should, but they don't. So there's only two women on her department. So okay. not that they couldn't do like a men's one too, but like they, Saginaw is like most of their equipment is like duct taped together. Like oh. <laughs> there's not a lot of money in. Uh, so there's Detroit, Flint, and Saginaw have the highest fires in the entire state. So oh, wow. if you want to work for Saginaw, you're gonna fight fire. You know they they fight fires. She has. It's funny because you see like Saginaw Township, and then you see Saginaw, and if you look at their helmets, my wife's helmet is black because they fight fire all the time. And then like the township fights fire like maybe once or twice a year and their helmets are like still red and cute. Hers <laughs> oh. is like fucking destroyed because they go in, they fight fire, which is like what she wanted, which is why we moved back from Chicago to Saginaw. <laughs> <laughs> so why, why is there, why are there so many fires in Saginaw? Do you think, is it mostly you trying to cook pretzels or I mean like, what's the, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I would say there's about like 65% of it, but um, <laughs> well, I think there's just, you know, it's a, an old industrial town. The industry moved out. So there's a lot of abandoned houses. The population drastically decreased very quickly. So you've got all these abandoned houses that, um, so it's mess, you know, it's, 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 I think part of it is people don't want a drug house in their neighborhood anymore and they burn it down and I can't blame them for that, but I'm also kind of like, yeah, but now my wife's like in danger of trying to put that out because they don't yeah. know if anybody's in there. And then also, I think it's just pure boredom. Sometimes you got this abandoned, dilapidated house, you know, why not set it on fire? I mean, that's not what I do to get off, but I'm sure there are people who do. So sure, right. no judgment. I saw that in 8 Mile. And then there's, you know, it's also a bunch of old houses, a bunch of low income folks that, you know, like the wiring, they can't afford to get fixed or whatever. And so it, you know, it's just on fire. It, there's just so many fires. It's, like she, and the funny thing is she comes in the door and she smells like beef jerky. Like I can, as soon as she comes in the door, I may be upstairs and I get a waft of beef jerky and I'm like, ah, you had a fire last night, you know? <laughs> is that what it smells like? You smell hickory. Her pillow smells like it all the time too. Let It's like, <laughs> I love beef jerky. I love a little jerky, but I don't, I don't want it on my pillow. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just wake up oh. hungry. I'd be like, man, I'm starving. <laughs> right. No, I mean, she is a snack. So I'm just <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's, that's why it. your marriage works that's why your marriage I mean, works that's part of it but you know <laughs> that's it i'm dating a firefighter uh that's right <laughs> so apparently when we got married she like carried me across the threshold i don't remember it but you know she could do that so there you go. <laughs> that's too drunk <clears throat> So let's let's talk uh, comedy again, uh, Megan. So, <laughs> well, sorry, love, no, no, no. This I, is funny. This is it's fun. This is, I want to funny. And I want to talk about whatever you want to talk about. That's that's fine. But but uh, okay, obviously, cool. but uh, obviously, you, you are a comedian as well. And that's that's you know why we have you on here. We want to talk about your your uh, career and your life as a as a comic. Um. So, yeah, you you kind of touch uh, on this uh, a little bit earlier. Um. But 
what what would you say is is uh, your comic voice? What are you what are you trying uh, what are you trying to get across as, as a comic? What is your persona? Um, do you do you have uh, uh, like I guess yeah? What what is your persona? Are, are you what are you trying to get across when when you're speaking with an audience? I think um, it's hard. Like I'm obviously. Uh, a very dirty comic. I just am. And sure. I know there are plenty of headliners that say you should be able to work clean or whatever, but I feel like there's a double standard because people at the men at the same level as me are way dirtier than me. They can talk about getting a finger up their butt in a prostate exam for like an hour. But if I say the word vagina, everybody's uncomfortable, which I think is unfair. So I'm like, fuck it. I mean, I have a career that pays my bills. So if people don't want to book me because I'm 30 and I talk about things that are funny that I think are funny, I mean, that's their prerogative. They want to fill seats and they think that their audience won't like it, whatever. But I, I would say I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm a lesbian, I'm crass, and maybe an asshole. Like, that's, like that's, <laughs> that's, you know, like my words there, you know, a crass lesbian asshole. And, um, married maybe another i'm married i talk about marriage <laughs> but like even when i talk about my marriage and my kids they just come off as kind of an asshole like <laughs> um no it comes off funny i mean i've seen you multiple times it's very very oh, funny yeah you're too kind <laughs> i haven't done comedy in so long i forget that sometimes people laugh at it like, <laughs> <laughs> because these are like just like stories of your life, right? Like, yeah. You know. Well, that's the thing. Like, most of my comedy is um is based on. I feel like, and it's really hard right now because comedy and people say comedy shouldn't be your therapy, and it's not my therapy, but it is definitely my outlet. Like, if something's bothering me, some people will like write something down or write in the journal. If something's bothering me, I write a joke about it or I turn it into a joke. You know, like. I have a bunch of jokes about my pacemaker and when my heart decided to quit, I have a bunch of jokes about my kids and the trauma that we went through when they were born. Like, so like that stuff that I process and it's funny cause it's like, you know, natural to me. And also cause people can't like steal it or anything because who else is that fucking lesbian with the pacemaker at 25, you know, like I'm 36 <laughs> now, but like, you know, who else is going to steal that, you know? So, um, good luck taking that joke. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and do a bit about your firefighter wife fucking you until you pass out and then resuscitating you. Like, who's gonna do that? <laughs> That's my favorite joke that I do. It kills all it's the time. It's it so That's good. brilliant, like, yeah. And it's it's a hundred percent true. That's the best part about <laughs> <That's> it. Awesome. <laughs> you know, so <clears throat> I guess that's my basically I do what I like and I think is funny and that makes me enjoy comedy. When I first started, I tried really hard. Like this, you guys are gonna laugh. So when I first started, and I'm not that far into it, I'm like six years in, but like or seven years in, somewhere in there. Um <laughs> But like when I first started, I used to dress up, like put a suit on to go to open mic. <laughs> like I'm like, like a suit, suit like like I'm going to court. <laughs> <laughs> For open mic at a Greek restaurant. <laughs> like, I just... I'd be like, it's your witness, Megan. Go ahead, make a black. <laughs> uh, so like I tried really hard to like do that, and then I just started hating comedy. And when I first started too, I tried to do like I was on the road all the time. I would I would try to do a show up north, a show on the west side, a show down in Kalamazoo, a show in Lansing, and a show a couple two shows on the east side. So I was doing like I want to do at least show, eight shows all over the state, and then I would do one in my in so like each month I was doing like ten to twelve shows, which I know for people in Chicago and big cities that's not a big deal, but in Michigan that's a big fucking deal because you got to right. drive fucking everywhere with kids and a job. So um, and now I don't. If I don't want to do the show, I don't go. 
you know, if I don't, like, I'm not, I've, I've come to the realization I should have started comedy instead of gone to law school. That would have been the thing, you know, and then maybe I could be like a, like a road dog or something like that. But now it's like, who knows? I like to do stuff online. I did some stuff with the Traverse City guys. We did some skits and stuff and I do that. And then like, um, I, I do write a lot of stuff on Facebook and I've th thought about doing like a blog, not a blog, but like maybe, you know, there's people who do like videos on Facebook and make money or a YouTube thing. And I've thought about that, but really I, I, don't, I just, I'm a Luddite. I love comedy. I like a stage, a microphone, a comedian and jokes. I don't want anything else. I don't want a fucking guitar. I don't want a piano. I just want a comedian, a microphone and jokes. That's it. That's what I love. And that's what gets me like really excited. So I miss it. And I don't know. It's the worst. It's because it was like my outlet. I don't have that anymore. It's gone. Yeah. It's gone until the foreseeable. I, I don't know when it'll be the same again. Like who's going to feel comfortable being crammed in the Holly Hotel's basement where there's no seats available. And you like to get on the stage, you have to climb over fucking people to get like, I mean, <laughs> like, open your legs. I got to step there. Come on. I mean, everybody's going to think they're going to die. So like, and I, I, I legitimately understand that. So I don't know. It's sad. I miss it. <laughs> I miss it so much. I don't know if you guys miss it. Do you guys miss it? Yeah, I mean, for sure. I, I'll be honest. Uh, I I stopped paying attention after Luddite because uh, you know big words don't uh, <laughs> big words don't sit well with me. But um, uh, <laughs> but no, yeah, I, I would I would agree. I, I mean, it, it's starting to come back a little bit, at least in, on the the open mic uh, side of things. Um, you know, it's. What's going to be interesting to me is is to watch what happens uh, as we get into the the colder months, right? Because we we are starting to see some uh, again open mics are coming back. We're we're seeing some uh, you know I don't want to say professional shows, but you know bar shows where there, where it's an actual uh, MC feature headliner type thing. Yeah, you know, so the, those those are coming back, but ninety nine percent of them are are outdoors. So as we get into December and January here, pretty quick. I'm curious as to see what what that's going to look like and and what's you know what what that's going to uh, entail because I mean I'll go out in in the middle of January in you know three degree weather with my with my jacket on and, and tell some <laughs> jokes I don't care I'll do whatever it takes but uh, I I doubt there's going to be much of an audience for that you know yeah, so right? so I, yeah. I I am curious I I don't so I, I definitely uh, at least for me I I did miss it I'm I'm starting to get back into it. Um, but, but the same thing uh, that you, you talked about, just starting something, doing something else. It's part of the reason we, we started this podcast at the very beginning uh, of March uh, when everything kind of went down is just to kind of keep, help keep ourselves fresh and sharp a little bit. Yeah. Um, and well, we got drunk at New Year's Eve and came up with this idea. So. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and that, then you're like, well, now's the time. Now's the so. time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah and I, like, we have this, like, pipe dream that we're going to start, like, a YouTube channel, like, um, marriage advice from lesbians like for like dudes like here's the deal like man <laughs> like you don't even have to buy a card just draw some shit on some paper and leave it on her pillow and she'll think you're fucking amazing like, <laughs> that's like you know like right. you Holy forgot shit. the anniversary whatever take some blocks from your kid's thing and write out i love you and leave it in the walkway <laughs> like <laughs> You know, like just tips and tricks. For I would listen to that. I mean, that that would I would be an avid listener, subscriber. That's I I need that in my life. Yeah. It's, <laughs> if that came out in 2015, I'd still be married. <laughs> let's just let's be honest with that. Or so, if you're not married to, you know, I don't know. I don't. Know. <laughs> 
on yeah, the I thought I did. I thought I did a lot of nice things. I really did. So. You, I feel like you're a guy who does nice things. I don't know. We haven't hung out <laughs> a lot, but I feel like you are. You know? I, I, I thought I tried. So what, what got, so, and this is tough being a guy from New York and marrying a woman from Michigan. There's, the personalities are very different. And I was in the military for nine years, right? So, you know, I went to a military college, I went into the military. And so like, I, there's not a lot that I get stressed out about, but like being on time is like my thing. It's my jam. I love being on time. Like, I think it should always be on time. And my ex and I were not on the same page with that. <laughs> and so I would start telling her that like the times that we're supposed to be places were way earlier than what they were, because I was like, she's not going to make it anyway. She got one day we showed up at like 1230 instead of one. And I was like, crap, how do I like pitch this off? And so I'm just like, oh, hey, Aunt Mary, um, you need any help setting up? And she and like got the glare from my ex. Like, what do you mean setting up? I was like, oh, I told them we'd come early to help set up. She's like, no, no, you didn't. That's not something you do. And I was like, ah, got me on that one. Um, and she's like, have you been lying to me this whole time about times? I'm like, yeah, actually I have been because you're, she's always late. And then when we do like, so I thought I'd do sweet things. So like when we did our trip to New York, we did one trip to New York every year because it was my family and that was like our thing. And she treated it as like a vacation. So I would get the kids up. I would take the kids downstairs. I get them dressed, ready. And then we'd bring her up breakfast and in hopes that we get on the road by like nine o'clock in the morning. We got on, we barely nope. made checkout. We barely made <laughs> the late checkout. And I'm just like sitting there with two kids, like we're ready to go. And she's like, oh, oh I didn't get any sleep last night. I'm like, oh, I heard you snoring. You slept fine. Like you, you were good. No, but we went to, we went to, we went to counseling like nine times. We tried. We, we, I, well, I tried at least. Um, we tried really hard. But there was a time where I wrote, every day 10 things that i appreciated about her for like a month straight uh oh megan i didn't hear you we we lost your audio megan we can't hear you i don't okay let me see i don't think there's any i don't know what's up this is a brand new laptop too like a thousand dollar laptop piece of shit um, <laughs> but hey it was a business write-off so you're good pretty much yeah like there's so many things a business that's the other thing i love working for myself and not working for a big firm because there's so many things that the business needs <laughs> so <laughs> like anyway we need a new ipad mm -hmm. yeah the business needs us to have decent cell phones you know <laughs> <laughs> I, ju I just hope Sarah comes in and takes a picture so that <laughs> we like can. Worst. You could just see my glasses here, like how blind I am. I don't know if you can see. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so is that your son's computer that you're now using? It's actually mine, but he was using it, so that's why it says Harry. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw that when I went to log in, and I was like, oh, it's too, I don't have enough time to change the name. So I was like, quick. And then I was like, oh shit, that's gonna be my name. So like, <laughs> that's awesome. I love it. Oh, so yeah, funny. my kids have old man names and like my favorite thing uh to do is yell at them in like Kroger or Meyer and like on senior day, you know, when they do like <laughs> 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 if you yell, Harold, get over here now, like some old guy in depends is gonna look up and be like, what? He's <laughs> like, Mom? <laughs> yeah, I'm talking to my son. I'm not gonna the next generations of Harry. So like you know, like, <laughs> you get like three guys coming over to you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So it's funny. 
So that were all your kiddos' names. So you have Harold. Harold, Ray, and Francis. That's right. And if Francis had been a boy, she would have been Gordon. <laughs> Love my, it. My family hated that so much. I was like, well, I liked Gordy. So uh, right. I, and I was convinced that Francis, we didn't find out with Francis. I was convinced she was a boy. Like it just, I just felt like it was a boy. And then when we went to go do the C-section, like the OB, OB was like, okay, I'm going to tell, I'm going to hold the baby up and Sarah can look at the baby and then tell you whether it's a boy or a girl. And I was like, well, gender is a social construct, so who knows really anyway, but let's go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so she, like, he holds up the, the baby, and Sarah's like, and it took, like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, it's, like, <laughs> I can't see shit. There's a curtain. I'm like, I was bleeding out, too. So I was like, I'm dying here. I'd like to know before I die, like, what kind of junk is on my fetus. But anyway, um, <laughs> She said that she looked at it and she was also so convinced that it was a boy that she um, she was looking for like a like boy junk and she didn't see it. So she all she could think was like, what's wrong with that baby's penis? <laughs> <laughs> and then well, sometimes like, it takes a while for him to drop, right? It's right. A cold right? Room. You know? And then I guess it took so long because I'm like, what is going on? The doctor like turns the baby back around to look to make sure he's right. <laughs> And then turns it back around, and Sarah goes, it's a girl. And I was like, no, it's not. That's the first thing I said. I was like, no, it's not. They're like, I'm pretty sure in our medical opinion. I'm pretty sure it's a boy. And, uh, and then they were like, well, what's, his, what's the baby's name? And I was like, uh, it's Francis then, because it's like my great-grandma. She was amazing, so cool. Like, she owned her, back in, like, the 20s, she owned her own barbershop. She, like, uh, cool. had her own, like, she had, like, her own car and all this stuff that women never did. And then at 30, she got married and had kids. You know, but anyway, she's like a really cool woman and her name was Frances. So I was like, all right, this is Frances. Like she's going to have a spunky personality and she fucking does. So like <laughs> <laughs> she she is fiery with her red hair. I love it. I can see the determination in her eyes. I and love like it. right when she came out, like too, you could see the red, you could see the red tint in her hair. So like, and she's, it's just gotten more and more red, which is super funny because my wife is a redhead, but technically the baby's not genetically related to her, but the baby looks, Frances looks like her. And so we'll be out and about. The best part was like I uh, had given birth and like two weeks later, we we're at Sky Zone, you know, that jump park for the kids and she's yeah. with a baby. And some lady's like, oh, did you just have a baby? And she's like, yeah. And they're like, oh, you look so good. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I carry that shit for nine months, you know. <laughs> They're asking her for her workout routine. Yeah, like, like, I did nothing. Like, I literally did nothing. I mean, we live in Saginaw, so you don't really want it. Like, if we lived in Chicago, we'd be like, oh, no, my wife had it. And people are like, oh, my God, that's so wonderful. But, like, in Saginaw, people are like, what? I don't get it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you look like you have lady parts. How are you married to someone with lady parts? Like, I don't get it. You know? <laughs> well, the Supreme Court said we could do that now in case you hadn't heard. But <laughs> Oh, gosh. Oh, that's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> well, Megan, thank you so much for for joining us. Here. This has this has been an absolute uh, blast. Thank you again You're so, so much, much for well, thanks for having me. I haven't done a podcast in a long time, so this is fun. Before we get out of here, um, do you have any? Uh, where, first of all, where can people find you on social media? Do you have anything coming up that you want to plug? Uh, anything of that nature? Um, I mean, I'm on 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 Twitter and Instagram at at Meg Megtastic Meg, which is stupid, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have anything to plug.
plug because all the shows that I well I mean um I'm involved I'm on the board of Water City Comedy Festival and we've got a bunch of um since we're not doing the fest instead we during the normally during the fest we offer a bunch of um like uh, workshops that are free to the public so we're going to do the workshops via zoom we're not going to have a comedy festival we're still going to do the workshops via zoom so everybody should check out Water City Comedy Festival and you know sign up for the the workshops they're free sign up you know there's going to be people I think I'm going to do one on like basic contract law for you know comics and then I think we've got um, screenwriting a bunch of other stuff so like you know people should sign up for those it's fun we put them on we're paying for it you know people should I, I hope people will enjoy them um, but like the other things I do like Max I don't know when that'll be on again and uh, what else do I do <laughs> I don't know <laughs> Max is my favorite thing in the whole world so I'm super sad that that's not on right now but um, but Motor City Comedy Festival I also love very dearly and I do a lot we usually do a, like at this point during the year I normally have no free time because all we're doing is like getting stuff ready for the festival um, but the festival's not happening so check out the workshops I guess that's all I have to say my social media is Megtastic Meg um, and uh, if you need a divorce in Saginaw, <laughs> <laughs> drive anywhere. But like in Saginaw, give me a call, you know. So. <laughs> or advice over the phone, you'll charge a nominal fee, right? Yeah, nominal <laughs> <fee>. <laughs> or, or get her on your podcast and she gives it out for free, apparently. We appreciate that. Yeah, there you that. go, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we like to tap into the genius. We like it. Right, right. So... David, where can we find you, uh, and what do you got coming up, my friend? Yeah, CGM Comedy on uh, Instagram, and then CGM Comedy on the Twitter, and hopefully this weekend, John will figure out how to change my Facebook page to that. Uh, other than that, I'm still just the boring old David Steves. Um, so we have our live podcast going on, so uh, Megan, if you don't have anything going on this Saturday, jump on. Love okay. to chat with well so we're gonna go live on facebook with uh with good versus evil podcast and then of course <laughs> i've got jb whiskeys which is an outdoor show on september 15th and then i'll be heading over to the salsa parlor and hanging Ooh. out with those guys yeah on thursday september 17th so john how about you what do you got coming up excellent so uh, yeah you can find me uh, at the john batch on facebook instagram and twitter you can find me uh, as well at pornhub.com slash users slash the dirtiest dish uh, I will be uh, obviously the live podcast this uh, this Saturday uh, tonight. If you're listening to this the day it came out, uh, on the 13th I will be at the Barmacy in Akron. Uh, the 17th I'll be at uh, Parrot's Lounge in Holland. Uh, on the 19th I will be doing uh, the show that uh, Carl Sobel is doing at his house uh, there. Uh, on the 23rd I'll be hosting at Rocky's Bar. Uh, on the 26th I'll be at the Holland VFW, and uh, on the 27th. Uh, I will be at Bell's Bar in Bay City, uh, and David uh, is going to be there with oh, me as well. Me. Right. So oh, is be that pretty close to you? Bay City is like not even 15 minutes from where I live. So. Oh, fantastic. What? Well, come on out. We'd, we'd love to see you. <laughs> swing by. I'll swing on by. I'll dump the Excellent. kids at my mom's house. Like, yeah. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get you a beer. The, the, those Coronas are very expensive. We'll get you a couple. They are. Super. <laughs> <laughs> You can uh, find us here as well uh, at Good Versus. I'm uh, sorry, Good VS Evil on Facebook at Good VS Evil Podcast on Instagram. You can f uh, contact us. We'd love to hear from you uh, at uh, Good Evil Podcast at Gmail dot com. Uh, this has been Good Versus Evil, a comic discussion of the end times. As always, I'm the good side of things, David Steves, and I am the evil side, John Batch. Enjoy the rest of your day. <laughs>